Hey, you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. It's episode 38, and Sam is in here. It's just Bree and I. And this week, PSVR 2 is less VR2ing than it was last week. See, when I said less VR doing, I meant that it was selling less than anticipated. Not great. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Taylor. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Brianna. Hi. Once again, you're listening to No Limits of Just PlayStation Podcast. Watching all of this burn to the ground. <laughs> Remember, you can find the video version of this pod over on YouTube.com slash Save the Game Media every Tuesday. And while you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we're on all your favorite podcast services, and we would love it if you could leave us a review. It helps us grow. We would love any feedback. If you want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that's right for you, just like our current patrons did. Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai at night, Cypher Primus, Brenton Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J., the Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, the Xbox Expansion Pass. So please go over to patreon.com slash Save the Game Media to check it out. You can also check out our YouTube at um, Save the Game Media. God, I can't speak. You can check us out at YouTube at youtube.com slash Save the Game Media and, and interact with us in the Discord. Uh, we're talking on the Discord all the time. And yeah, and we, we grill each other and it's fun. Links in the show notes. So. We grill each other lovingly. Mm, occasionally. So, hi, Brie. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, I am not tired, surprisingly, but I only got six hours of sleep. So, I don't know. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. How are you, Taylor? Well, what were you up doing? Uh, I was up. What was I doing last night? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was mildly high, so I don't fully know. I oh, think nice. I was just laying in bed and watching TikToks. But I did watch um, Black Phone last night. But that was like earlier. What is it called? Night. Black Phone. Um, it's a horror film that came oh. out, I think, this last year. Um, Kevin does not like the film. I thought it was a solidly good film. Like, I don't think it was great. I don't think it was terrible. Like, it, it was just good. Um, I think that the that the um, film suffered a bit from the entire cast besides, like, two people, like, two main characters, like, the dad and the bad guy. Like, the entire cast was kids. Um, and that's not to say that, like, kids can't act successfully, but because I think it was a whole group of kids, it felt, like, very cheesy sometimes. Um like oh boy johnny like that kind of thing <laughs> like, mm, okay so i don't know if it was like the kids just not being as like experienced with acting or if it was just the way that the script was written could be a bit of both honestly um but yeah it, that didn't really work for me <laughs> so yeah fair enough playing anything 
Um, great question. I am playing Resident Evil 4 remake still. Ooh, I just played or... chapter PS5. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I have now almost for almost all games, I'm now playing it on PS5. Um, strictly because like I always get asked about like the trophies and stuff. One of our co-hosts, I'm not gonna name any names, um, is very passionate about platinums and trophies. So um, oh. I have mostly converted to playing on PS5. Um, so, yeah. What about, what I, about 3080? Um, I mean, I do still play games on my PC. Sell but it to me. No. Okay. No. Mine. <laughs> I do I still play games on my PC. Um, it's just like, I mean, it's a little bit of like... I, I just don't... I'm not at my PC as much anymore. Yeah, same. Um, so yeah oh yeah. I, I didn't buy coffee talk ethan us wanted to buy the indie game i just did oh i bought it and downloaded it i was so scared he was gonna kill me you're one of these people that if someone recommends something you have to buy it or rent yeah. or like rent the movie mm -hmm. you just have to do it or else you'll let them down absolutely yes three all right Speaking of, I thought Sam was going to kill me yesterday. Um, he gifted me a game a while back, and Ooh. I never played it. <laughs> yeah. It's your, if you're at this um, point, your So if you haven't played Spiritfarer, nope. I would play it before Sam kills you. I think I got it on Epic Games for free. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, speak of Epic Games, for you PC folk, April 6th. Epic is going to have Dying Light with all the DLC Enhanced Edition free on Epic Games for PC. And it's cross-platform, cross-play when it comes to multiplayer, at least with Steam. Okay. Okay. So I'll redeem that and then never play it. I would highly recommend playing it. He sent me a lot of disappointed gifts oh, because I, I hadn't about, played the game. I was talking about oh, Dying okay. Light. Oh, okay. I also should play Spirit Fair, but so much time, so little. It is two player if you want to play it together. Mm. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not a big multiplayer guy. But no, for Redfall, though, play that Redfall. Diablo? Play that Diablo. You going to get Diablo? I'll think about it. I kind of want to see how like how it is first. I liked Diablo 3, but I played it very, very late. Like I think I played it like literally last year and I didn't even beat it. Like I just played like for a few hours. Yeah. With um a friend. And yeah. That's a true story. As opposed to a false story. Yeah, that's true. We were just talking about this earlier. I don't I don't deal with lies well. All right. So. Okay. What? All right. Nothing. Okay. Are we just going to sit in awkward silence? Are we trying to make people think that the podcast is broken? Mm. Both. <laughs> I guess what I played. What did you play, Taylor? Nothing again. I'm so. Wait, what happened <laughs> yesterday? Bad. No, yesterday you said you were going to play. Yeah, and then that cooking game. took longer than I expected. Oh, did you do meal prep yesterday? No, it was for a cook a potluck. 
Oh, how was your potluck? Don't worry about it. It was really good. <laughs> it was so good. Thanks. I made a ginger lime herb salad with grilled mushrooms and peppers. Okay. And there was a lot of good food. There was a really good like pound cake there. Someone made olive oil gelato, and it was actually really good. And you have someone made a rhubarb, um, like tart dish with like uh, granola over the top, or not granola, like uh, like graham cracker, ground graham cracker over the top. Mm-hmm. And like when you have the gelato on top of that, oh man, better than that, better than like any pie ice cream combo, I swear. Because rhubarb was so tart, the gelato was. I've so never had rhubarb. Mild. Oh my god, my cat just scared me. It's really tart. It's, but it's like, it's punchy. Yeah. Mm. As long as you're prepared, prepared for it to be, you know, s- sour, then you should be fine. Sweet, but also pretty, like a little bit of eating a sour candy mm. in a good way. You must do you seem like the, someone. Do you sing the sour candy like by Lady Gaga song? It's Lady Gaga and Black Black Pink. No, is it? I don't listen to people who wear meat as clothing. Sour. Remember the meat dress? I love. Yeah, it's Black Pink and Lady Gaga. Um, I will hear no slander about Lady Gaga. Did you see this week that lady that was screaming at her? So she kissed her. <laughs> What happened then? She just walked away. The lady was flabbergasted. It was that's a, that's assault is what that is. Yeah, but it was still like she was screaming at Lady Gaga how she was going to go to hell. And so she kissed her and said, you're coming with me. <laughs> On the lips? What? And I caught. Yeah. Damn. The lady didn't even fight it. She just was like. <laughs> right. She just fell for Lady Gaga. I know she's like in love now. She's like, okay, I know I was like telling you you're going to hell, but like, are we gonna date? Are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna <laughs> get together? Right. Assault isn't funny, kids, but that was a funny situation. Okay. Okay. I don't ever yeah. know what to do when you just say okay. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, I'm really sad I didn't. I'm gonna feel like a broken record at this point. I'm gonna host a PlayStation podcast. I didn't play any video games for like three weeks. Yeah. Plague Tales next game. What's I'm crazy playing. is that you like don't even have excuses now. It's not like you're moving. Oh, oh I'll have an excuse. <laughs> You'll find oh. out next week what the excuse is. Oh, he keeps. He keeps Actually, if it wasn't for that excuse, thing. I would almost, or I probably am playing games today. But if it wasn't for my good excuse. I would most definitely be playing games after this podcast today, later. I keep trying to think, like, what it could be. Like, my brain is just trying to, like, guess. Good. Good. There's an my- off chance it might be revealed in I Hate My Friends Tonight. Oh, wow. So you I, can I, reveal it in I Hate My Friends, but not... If I make it. Okay. Tonight, okay. Can I guess? You don't have to tell me if it's right okay. or not. I just want to guess so that oh, it's, wait. like, on the record. I'm not going to let you see my face reaction when you're guessing. Okay. He couldn't just keep his face straight. <laughs> um, no, my guess is that you're getting a cat, finally. In which case, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I really hope you're getting a cat. Anyways, that's my guess. Okay, we can resume the show per normal. Okay. All right. 
let's get into i just realized into... i'm in the host seat <sighs> what you always do this what do i always do you always you always put me in the host seat <laughs> we are co-hosts this is a co cooperative affair so i thought it was a marriage i didn't realize it was an affair oh my god it's not the context that i use the word in <laughs> Affair can be used as, you know, to describe an activity, not an extra marital relationship or an extra. Yeah, but it was a funny a, joke. Or extra non-exclusive relationship. I'm just witty, Taylor. It's fine. All right. Can you have an affair? If, actually, no, I'm not going to get into questioning monogamy and polyamory right now. Anyway. So, Bree, uh, there are new PS Plus games for April, and they're pretty good. Um, are they? This <clears throat> yeah, this comes to us from playstation themselves that well of course it does what am i saying so meet your maker is the day one released on ps5 and ps4 but sack the big one here is sack boy big adventure coming to ps plus i've heard countless good things about this game never played it but i'm gonna try it because kevin says i should so should, sam says it you too. just do whatever kevin says i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I play all these JRPGs and then I start crying because I'm never going to beat them. Tales of Iron looks kind of interesting. Yes, Tales of Iron is the third game. I, I've heard of the game, but I haven't played it. What? Tales of Iron, that is. Um, what do you think is of this this supposed to? Is this supposed to be like a Red Ball thing? No, right? A what? Red Bull? Red Wall? Red Wall, Red... like the books. About oh, the I, I've never heard of those. What? It's a classic series. That's crazy. Anyways, if somebody knows if this is a uh, Redwall reference, let me know. Or if they refer to it. Anyways, um, I might play this, but I have other games ahead. Um, I got to finish Resident Evil 4. I still haven't played the, the Village DLC. I have to play Spiritfarer before I lose my life. <laughs> I have to so play whatever that other one, Coffee Talk, before I lose my life from somebody else. Oh, yeah. Right. So according to Steam and all over the place, Tales of Iron is a really well-rated RPG that has, quote, punishingly brutal combat. It's almost like a 2D Souls-like, maybe? Yeah. Um, Redwall meets Dark Souls. I just oh, Googled okay. it. This Very it positive reviews on <laughs> Steam. Wait, what is it? Okay. Redwell. Okay. Redwall? Red yeah, Red it's wall. one word. It's an older book series. It's a fantasy series that I think the intended audience is younger. Um, Assuming it's pictures. Also, they know yeah. the art style, or is it just from the cover art? Like it's just from the cover art. It's not like a picture book. They're oh, like so full, it's animals that are. It's like a full fantasy series. Fantasy. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of it. There's like uh, there's mice and rats and oh, ew, rats aren't real. I can't remember what else there is. I feel like there's a mole or something. I don't remember. Yeah, and I've it's only on your read face. like part uh, of the first book. Oh, I don't have a mole on my face, do I? I love how I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like I know how much power <laughs> I, I wield for this question. Uh, um, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a mole on my face. I was just checking. <laughs> sure, you don't. I don't think I do. I have a don't mole on my like upper me. back. On my upper back, I do. I have a mole I'm very attached to under my armpit. 
All right, we're giving them too much info. They're gonna what go are they like, going to do with this info? They're going to see a guy walking down the street with his shirt off or something in the summer. They'll be like, oh, my God, it's Taylor because he has – from the back because he has a mole in the, on his upper back. It must be Taylor. Well, I mean, just give out your address and then people will just come find you. Oh, yeah. What is it? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> white house address. Or wait. Uh, Why yeah, are you <laughs> uh, White house address. DC. So yeah, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. Visit me there. Okay. I didn't realize you were the president. Oh, is this like future proofing? For when you become For the president? For when I become president. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 This was a good talk. Brie, let's let's cancel some people. Oh my god. Yeah, who are we canceling? E3. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so E3 2023 is canceled. Um, Summer Game Fest has been confirmed per Jeff Keighley on Twitter. Um, so that's good. At least we'll get something. Luna, don't yell at me right now. Um, there's an so E3 2023 canceled. This says update quote, we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3. So this is update at 10 at 10 p.m. UK time. The ESA E3's owner has now issued a joint statement with E3 2023 organizer Reed Pop confirming the cancellation of this year's event. This was a difficult decision because of all the effort we and our partners put towards making this event happen, but we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3, said Kyle Marzenkish. Um, Reed Pop's global VP of gaming. We appreciate and understand that interested companies would would have playable demos ready or wouldn't have playable demos ready, and that resourcing challenges uh, made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we're sorry we can't put on the showcase <clears throat> you deserve and that you've come to expect from Repop's event experience. A press release containing the statement concludes that by noting um, Repop and ESA will continue to work together on future E3 events. So it's saying that E3 is not canceled permanently, but for sure not happening this year at the minimum. So there we go. How do you feel about this, Taylor? Are you like, rest in peace, E3, it's dead forevermore? Or do you think this is just a one-year thing? Mm. I think this is not a one-year thing. I think best-case scenario, E3 changes into more of a PAX like expo where it's built for more game demos, not for mm -hmm. gaming announcements. Uh, I thought this was coming from mile away. Just COVID accelerated the digitization of games announcements, announcements, games, advertising, you know, between COVID there, uh, there were resounding success of Nintendo directs and state of plays and um, Xbox showcases. It's, Again, Nintendo, between Nintendo Directs and COVID, it's, I thought this was coming for a while. So I'm not surprised. It was a bit misleading that we were told E3 is back and then everyone pulled out. So I'm not sure if the ESA announced E3 was back as a publicity stunt to attract more. Food. Do you think it was like almost like a power move? Like we're back. So you better be there, like kind of thing? For the general public, yes. But for publishers, they have so much money. It's 
it costs them a lot of money to go to E3 between booking and traveling. And well, I shouldn't say in the grand scheme of a large company, it's not that much money, but it's there's an extra expense that they can just avoid if they do their own internal presentation. So yeah, but for the general public, I guess that's why they did it. Um, I still think it's a bit of a shame. E3 was a great community moment for the games world, like for folks like you and me and other people into video games. Uh, of course, we can. That's not disappearing, like because we have there's packs, there's other gaming conventions, regional conventions. Um, the GDC, for example, you know, C CES. Um, but I don't know, E3 had such a rich history and legacy that it's sad to see it end. Like, you know, Reggie saying, my body is ready. Keanu on the E3 stage. Uh, the first reveal of the, I don't know, was it the Wii? Or the, I know the Nintendo DS was first revealed in the E3 stage, I think. Um, just a lot of really There's a lot of really epic moments in e like during E3 history. Oh, yeah. I think Todd Howard calling out announcing Fallout 4 and it was releasing that November. I'm pretty sure that was at E3. Um so like the yeah. stuff like that was huge just from recent memory. Um, yeah, I oh, think Breath that Breath of the like, Wild E3 anyway. Yeah, Breath of the Wild at E3 was insane. Uh, the um, Smash wasn't Ultimate? Metroid Prime 4 there as well? Like the I initial announcement also oh wait i forgot my favorite e3 announcement the smash ultimate everyone is here trailer where mm -hmm. they revealed every character from the entire series was coming back for the nintendo switch title of smash that was nuts and that was at e3 2018 yeah yeah well um hopefully i don't know i i guess i'm like scared like like i just don't want this to happen for everything like it's okay if some go but i really do love these moments and they're only possible because of these like game shows right like like the game awards like summer games fest <laughs> oh like, yeah well the game awards and summer games fest i don't think are going i'm gonna guess jeff keely uh what's the word not took migrated um, many third-party companies to summer games fest and the game awards for me three yeah. Right. E3 didn't have really have competition until a third party, like in terms of a third party event for gaming news, E3 didn't have much competition until the Game Awards popped up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that we keep events like that because that's the only events that it feels like all of like the major companies can play nice with each other and we get like these really big moments in gaming. So. So I just would like for it to stay around. That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. And then they can release all of the participants' personal information again. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was fun. That was, what a fun time. Remember when that person got on stage? <laughs> huh? The person that got on stage at the Game Awards. Fun time. What? I'm talking about E3. I know. I was just also talking about the Game Awards. Wait, which person? The person that got on stage this last year and was like... And they shouldn't have been there, right? They were running around. Yeah, they were yeah, like the game of the year award for Elden Ring. Crazy. Anyways, um, next one question mark. Speaking of Rocky. <laughs> oh wait, no, 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 my turn. Yeah, speaking of Rocky Balboa, The Last of Us Part One has had a rocky PC launch. Unfortunately, uh, characterized by poor performance. Um, before I 
highlight the VGC article I'm about to cite. It's apparently Iron Galaxy was the developer for this PC port, which they helped develop the Batman Arkham Knight PC port. For people who remember that game, that's one of the most broken PC ports in launch history of a game on Steam. Mm. So you think this company's done? <laughs> Not necessarily done, but what was Sony... Ex- Sony had so much great success with Nix's and their internal studios working on their own ports. Why, why this one would they shift it off to out of house studio, I guess to just save money, but that doesn't make sense when they acquired Nix's, which is specifically made for porting play, sorry, PlayStation games to PC. Um, I don't understand why, but anyway, it launched with not a great performance. Currently has mostly negative reviews on Steam. With a lot of players um, reporting crashes and performance issues, um, terrible optimization, and that the game is taking more than eight gigs of VRAM on medium settings with 100% CPU utilization, which is absurd, for, especially for a video game. CPU utilization is almost never that high. Um, there aren't that many, yeah, CPU intensive games and a game like this shouldn't be, in my opinion, like civilization, like some RTS games are a bit more CPU intensive, but still should never be at that level. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, someone reported their game crashed 12 times in three and a half hours. Oh uh, God. The, I would the be game so on the, mad. Yeah. The game on the steam deck is not doing well, but Sony also released uh, a patch in the past couple of days, which seems to be, have some improvement. Um, According to the studio, the latest patch 1.0.1.6 improves memory performance and and more things. Um, Some highlights from that patch is it decreases a certain cache size that reduced memory requirements that were creating that huge VRAM discrepancy I talked about before and tried to minimize out-of-memory crashes. Um, Additional diagnostic for tracking um, game performance for developers. They increased the animation streaming memory to improve performance during gameplay and cinematics and a fix for crash the game crashing on first boot. And they're investigating um, shaders taking longer than expected to load, uh, degrading performance and stability when shaders are loading in the background, older graphic drivers leading to instability. Um, the game might not even boot depending on um, your system requirements, potential memory leak, or I guess memories being misallocated to the game running when it shouldn't be. Um, that is a whole taking, array of problems. Yeah, or the Holy game's taking cow. more memory than it should, and mouse and camera jitter for some people. Granted, if I was playing this, it would be on the dual sensor or a USB controller. But so the game is not in a great spot right now. Naughty Dog's working on it. Hopefully, I really hope this wasn't one of those cases where they didn't invest in QA because they thought they could get a get away with with the hype of the show of just releasing it and having the day one, day two players experience with everything everything that's wrong with it and then naughty dog could react or sorry iron galaxy whoever's doing the patches could react i hope that they didn't just take that easy route the convenient route that's an inconvenience for the consumer but i hope this really improves soon this is the first title i've seen released on pc from sony that performs poorly days gone spider-man spider-man miles morales god of war horizon zero dawn Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. All these games performed flawlessly on PC, and Sony had a reputation for their PC titles over the past several years that they've ported 
being impeccable. Mm-hmm. So I really don't under, hopefully this is a brutal lesson that they shouldn't outsource development like this to studios in the future and just stick to their guns that they know with their internal studios who make the games and Nix's. So what do you think? Um, I can't help, but fee- I don't know, like how this could be anything like, I don't know. I guess I just don't really understand like how it could have launched this poorly. Do you know what I mean? Like, could they really have missed this many bugs? I understand like a couple bugs, like sometimes stuff you just can't catch because you don't have access to like all of the different like drivers and stuff that people use. Like you're usually building on like one type of computer. You don't have access to all the graphics cards, whatever. I understand that not everything can be accounted for, but at the same time, like, I feel like, I feel like this is too many, you know, and what a game to drop the ball on to with last of us being so popular right now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like this definitely doesn't bode well. Um, So hopefully they can get it fixed really quickly even more so like hopefully like this patch is fixed almost everything and then like they'll get rid of the rest of these bugs as fast as possible because awkward yes it is awkward and i'm going to write a strongly worded letter to neil should i send it to neil i don't know if that's how you want to start your relationship with neil me and neil go way back Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, I played his game in 2013. And then again in 2020. And then I watched his show in 2022, 2023. Oh, wait, no. Only 2023 last of us came out in January. Oh. I'm trying to remember how. Like, I was like, what, 16, 17 when The Last of Us came out? I was like 13. Yeah, you're younger than me. And I got it against my parents or behind my parents' back. Oh, I'm going to tell on you. Because I got to, this is what happened, right? (laughs) I got to, should I be saying this on live? Maybe I shouldn't. Anyway, I got behind my parents' back and the day it was supposed to deliver, the mail just didn't come that day. So I called the post office and I'm like, where's the goddamn mail? I need to play this game. And they said, who are you talking to? Shut up. I'm like, all right, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. And then I started talking to the mailman about their daily struggles. And then they find they hand delivered, brought it back from the post office, like a mile and a half away to, back to my house. We got oh, the mail nice. delivered for that day, including the last of us in, on PS3. What a great year 2013 was for, for games. And then that fall, I played GTA five behind my parents back best launch, my favorite launch ever. Probably. Oh man. What? That's silly. I, it's just funny that you're like, I don't know, like just like playing games behind your parents' back. Oh, it's just, like it's God just War, such a kid thing. God of War three, I got behind my parents' back. That's the most gruesome game. Maybe the most gruesome game I've played is God of War three, and I got it. My parents didn't know. Uh, they eventually caught on that I'm like, by the time I was like 15, 16, they're like, okay, he's playing the stupid, the stupid shooty games. So they just accepted mm-hmm. it at that point. And then the, mm. by the time I was seventeen, they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. As long as you have an ID to prove your age, M M rating, um, purchasing games, M rated games in your own in the US is only is applicable to 17 year olds and up. 
Did you get your license right at 16 or? No. I got it late to like 18. Mm. But I had my own uh, debit card before I was 18. So I could buy games when I was 17 online with like legal form of payment. Mm. Like without having to prove to GameStop. Oh, yeah. Here's my ID. You know. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how, that's how I was born. That's how you were born? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay. Um, speaking of being born, um, PSVR 2 sales are less than anticipated. Um, selling less than 300000 in its first three weeks on the market, and Sony is not expecting great things here. So let's take a look at this little article by Eurogamer and written by Tom Phillips. No. Yeah, yeah, let's look at it. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. First six weeks, new report has claimed um, sales in analysts, or sorry, sales analysis published by Bloomberg um, says that VR2 sales total around 270,000 units as of the end of March. The publication previously reported that Sony had slashed the shipment forca- forecast for its new VR headset and expected to sell around 1 million units at launch following underwhelming pre-order numbers. Sony has so far declined to comment on this latest report, though previously said it had not cut VR2's production and was, quote, seeing enthusiasm, end quote, around the device and its software lineup. Uh, the company's chief financial officer, uh, Hiroki Totoki, uh, previously said Sony hoped the VR2 could match the sales of the original PlayStation VR, which is sold around 5 million units to date. Bloomberg's report, uh, previous report suggested Sony is now ex- expecting to sell around 1.5 million units before March 2024. Um, PSVR 2 launched in UK on February 22nd with 37 games, including Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um, let's see. It is a pretty heavy cost. So, yeah, it's basically just talking about how the cost may be a factor. Um in why it is not selling as well. Oh, it is the factor. If you want to get a few games and the VR headset, you're looking at almost a four-figure investment, mm-hmm. almost if not exceeding $1,000. So, And VR also doesn't have a big market uh, consumer base, mm-hmm. right? Not many people do VR regardless of price. It's not a heavily in popular... Gaming yeah. mode of yeah. gaming relative to consoles or the or the PC. So yeah, the experience just isn't quite on. Like it's not that it's not good experience. It's just not on par with like what regular gaming experiences are yet. So uh, oh well. I still want to play Half Life Alex on VR badly because that's the only place you can play it. Let's go to Sam's house and we'll play Half Life Alex once it becomes available. There's no, there's no hints that it'll be ported to PSVR 2. It should be, though. Should be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying when it comes. I'll to, you know, I'll just have to rent. There must be a guy, I must know a guy who knows a guy who can lend me a headset for a week and just play that game. There's probably, like, some gaming centers around you as well that just have, like... I don't want to pay that. It's, like... By the hour. I don't... Rather than having 
to go back to a gaming center like for like f- like three, four, five, six times to finish a game. I'd rather just have a headset for a week, do it on my own time, then give it back. Mm. You probably you I know colleges if you're going to college will let you use their units, but oh yeah, my university had a VR center that I never used because I was procrastinating. They, I literally called and I'm like, can I use this for Half-Life Alex? They said, yeah. I just never went. Awkward. But Next necessary. time. Yeah, I need to go get a master's just so I can use a VR center. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll do a master's eventually? Maybe. Maybe. What would you want to do your master's in if you do? I don't one? know, Bree. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> I don't know. Something technical, you know, in STEM probably. Um <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what maybe materials engineer, some sector of material science engineering seems like it could be a likely candidate. Maybe, maybe something else, but mm. I don't know. I'm just trying to live my life right, right now. Okay. 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 Anyway, next. So, oh yeah, a week or two ago, we reported that Bluebird team, um, Blooper team said their Silent Hill 2 remake was, quote, technically ready. That was a mistranslation. Fortunately so. I wanted to correct that on this podcast today. Um, so, Blooper team such a twinner. So, yeah, saying that they needed to take the floor on rumors this time, they clarified that despite the mistranslated comments, Silent Hill 2 is not yet ready for release rather than when they said before, or sorry, it was translated before as quote, technically ready. That's not, not the case. Um, quote, regardless, but they say in their update, regardless of the development stage, all of our activities are focused on obtaining the highest quality for the finished product. The quality that's fans of Silent Hill 2 deserve. We are aware that players will, are waiting for more info about, about Silent Hill 2. And as soon as such information becomes available, we are sure that Konami, <laughs> the publisher will share it with the fans. Now saying we're sure Konami will share info with the fans and like, Konami will do the right thing. I makes me chuckle a little bit because Konami does not have Konami has a poor history of doing that. Recently, they've been better though. There were also some rumors unrelated to this story that they're going to show Metal Gear at E3, Metal Gear Solid remake, so or Metal Gear Solid Three remake or the first game. Um, but still, um, another point that Summit apparently misconstrued about um, Silent Hill Two remake. Uh, Sorry, Bloober Team CEO. Um, his 10 million, he made a comment saying that were 10 million copies sold. And some fans misinterpreted that as Bloober Team claiming that the remake would sell 10 million copies. But um, CEO Bloober Team clarified to quote, our company messages do not contain sales forecasters of specific titles. Quote, the figures connected to Silent Hill 2 refer to the potential success of the type of games we'll be focusing on in the future. Now, that seems a bit sus. The f- what he just said about the potential success of the games we'll be focusing on in the future, that is, in my opinion, a casual sales forecast. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. it might not be coming from your invest an internal invest an internal financial anal- analysis or report, but you're predicting the game success even if you're doing it on a casual stage, like he suggested mm-hmm. here. But anyway, um. So yeah, that's that's all their all their comments for now. 
So just wanted to put that out there. And so Silent Hill 2 is still coming, but it's not close to being, quote, technically ready. And it better be soon. I, depending on how well the game's optimized, I could see it not selling 10 million copies. 10 million copies, guys, if you're not, if you're not a Call of Duty, Silent or, Hill isn't that popular, is it? Yeah, I know. If you're not, I don't think so. Yeah. If you're not a Call of Duty or a Pokemon, you're really, or a Smash Brothers selling, or Mario Kart selling over 10 million copies is what? No, no, Mario Kart is like 50 million copies. Sold. No, that's not what I was laughing at. You just kept like adding on games. Yeah, I know. In the so, middle of your sentence. Basically, like... if you're not Nintendo with their biggest flagship titles, or if you're not Call of Duty, you probably aren't selling this many copies of games, or you're not like a Skyrim. So selling 10 million copies for a franchise that's still relatively niche, Silent Hill, uh, I don't think it'll get that high. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thrown that figure around if I was a CEO. Um, yeah. But so that's that. Just wanted to clarify it for folks who uh, are interested in the game and still following it. I'm interested in trying Silent Hill 2 eventually. Never played the original. Uh, any any further thoughts, Bree? Um, I don't have any further thoughts. I am just really hopeful that we get better news soon because otherwise we're going to have to consider um, the consequences of our actions in um, Fantasy Critic. So. Oh, yeah. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard call. Wait, don't we have Diablo 4? Oh, uh, yes, we have Diablo 4. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, we do. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, the points right now are 72, 66, and 18, in case anybody was curious. 18? Yeah. Do we have 18? No, no. Frame by frame is 18. <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? Um, well, they counterpicked Atomic Heart, so that got them negative four points. Uh, they picked Forspoken, which got them negative three points. Oh, we, oh, if we counterpick Pikmin, we're going to lose big time on that game. Yeah, that's oh fine. God. It's fine. I'm trying not to think about it. Um, Horizon Call of the Mountain and Octopath Traveler only got them 25 points. So after those four games... It's uh, turned out to 18 points. Now it's just Amon, yeah. No Tom. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Project X Talk has had six games come out, and they're at 72 points. We've had five games come out, and we're at 66 points. The thing that I'm most excited about, though, is we have four open spots left. And, How many do they have? Um, frame by Frame has one, and then X Talk has two. We got to get on that. Oh, man. I don't. Anyway, this isn't a fantasy critic podcast. No, no, no. That's a good thing, right? Because if there's like a crazy game that gets announced, like oh, I know more open spots. I just don't like. I just don't like the. I don't like open responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the responsibility of choice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have all that documentation. We'll be okay. Okay. All right. Plus, Luna is good luck. I know you're a big multiverses fan. I am not, but um, the multiverses open. I am a fan of Steven Universe, which there's some Steven Universe characters in there. Um, the multiverses open beta is going offline June, um, ahead of a full release in 2024. 
Um, they said, or, sorry, in a message released on Monday, Player First Games co-founder and game director Tony Hewn. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, said the studio plans to bring back the game in 2024 during the downtime all multiverses online modes and features will be unavailable players will have limited offline access to local matches and the game's training room including their characters and cosmetics within these modes which will carry over to the full game next year quote our open beta has been an important learning opportunity for us and step and a stepping stone to the next phase of multiverses uh, we know that there's still a lot of work to do. As a result, we have a clear view of what we need to focus on, specifically the content cadence of new characters, maps, modes, to, and, sorry, and modes to give you more ways to enjoy the game, along with updated netcode and matchmaking improvements. We'll also be reworking the progression system based on your feedback and looking at new ways for you to connect with your friends in the game. To do this the right way, we will be closing the Multiverse's open beta on June 25th, 2023. As part of this process, we'll be pausing updates and taking the game offline as we prepare for the launch of Multiverse's, which we are targeting for early 2024. We do know this news might be disappointing, but rest assured, Multiverse's will be back. So, rest in peace. Kevin and I had some banger games, Multiverse's. Yeah? I was Batman. And I kept saying, you say, I'm Batman. I kept saying, I'm Batman. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I, I didn't kill Kevin you. Kevin like just, Taylor shot. I'm like, I'm Batman. I didn't kill you. I just uh, cracked your vertebrae. You know, that's healthy. Do you know how close to death Batman gets some of his victims? And it's just like, they should. So many times. They're like permanently they like paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. They have like permanent body disfigurements. That bat yeah. the Batman incurred, and that's just their life. And then he now. runs away, and he's like, "I'm Batman." And then runs leaves. away. He says, "I'm Batman. I'm in tights." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty upsetting, <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> Almost as upsetting. Did that guy as... just yell, "I'm Batman" as he ran away? <laughs> <laughs> After I punch someone at a bar, I'm Batman, and then I run away. Uh, yeah. Now you got to do the Matrix punch thing where he goes, uh, uh, and, like flicks his fingers out. Oh boy. Into the well, throat. Speaking of running away in Batman, uh, US members of Congress have accused Sony of, <laughs> this is not inflated in any way, of quote, blatant anti competitive conduct in Japan. Oh. So a number of members of Congress, um, this comes to us, BGC. Um, I'm not happy with them right now. So reported secondary source from political. Wait, you're not, wait, with BGC? No, with Congress. Yeah, I, I think most people have issues with Congress. Most Americans. Yeah. They're pee-pee-poo-poo, you know? Mm -hmm. In the bad way, though. Oh, my God. What? What would it be a good way? I'm not going to – no, don't answer that. Politico reported that Democratic Senator uh, Maria Cantwell made the claim that Sony was anti-competitive in Japan during a Senate Finance Committee hearing on uh, Thursday, March 30th. Was that the 31st? Yeah, 30th. And her claim was supported by two letters, uh, one from four Republican members of the Congress, another from six Democrats. This goes down both sides of the aisle, um, which also called on uh, Thai and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo to take action. The accusation being made is that Sony's deliberately made exclusivity deals with third-party publishers that are designed to ensure Xbox does not gain a foothold in Japan. Quote, I'm told that Sony controls monopoly of 98% of the high-end game market. 
Yet Japan has Japan's government has allowed Sony to engage in blatant anti-competitive conduct through exclusive deals and payments to game publishers. And the corresponding Republican letter claims, quote, we understand that Sony, which holds 98% of the market, pays third-party game publishers not to make their content available on Xbox and systematically negotiates exclusivity arrangements that keep the most popular games in Japan off of Xbox. So they say Japan is effectively putting a U.S. company, uh, effectively putting the U.S. company Xbox at a disadvantage by not acting on these anti-competitive practices. Quote, the Japanese government's effective policy of non-prosecution when it comes to Sony appears to be a serious barrier to U.S. exports with real impacts for Microsoft and the many U.S. game developers and publishers that sell globally but see their earnings in Japan depressed by these practices. Such practices policies can distort trade every bit as much as high tariffs or non-tariff barriers like discriminatory licensing practices with the same result of allowing a domestic incumbent to protect its market share from foreign competitors. Um, but some examples where Sony has, yeah, where Sony has done this in the past include uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy XVI being excluded from Xbox for now, the launch of Street Fighter V. Um, but yeah, so I didn't see this coming. I was, I guess, I'm going to make a wild guess, and this isn't a knock against Xbox. This is just how policymaking works in the United States Congress. There was some, I'm going to guess, some lobbying involved from Microsoft for this, uh, for these congressmen and congresswomen. But I find it a bit jarring. They make the assumption Sony has 98% of the, quote, high-end games market when Nintendo... I really am going to go out on a limb and say Nintendo has more than 2% of the share of high-end games market. Maybe they're excluding Nintendo. Maybe you can say Nintendo doesn't make, quote, high-end game, but that distinction I or category... I feel like that's really selling is, Nintendo short. ...is arbitrary, but... and with the amount of money and sales Nintendo makes, their market share, period, in Japan must be higher than... much higher than 2%. So... I don't yeah. know where these um, assumptions come from, but facts don't care about your feelings. Facts, I mean, yeah, Sony has made deals in the past to facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, yeah, Sony has made deals in the past for third-party exclusivity deals, and you could you could critique that, but I don't think their market share in Japan is that drastic. Microsoft does have a very small piece of the pie. That is true in Japan. But Sony and Nintendo are the big market leaders. It's not just Sony. Um, although it is weird that Final Fantasy 16 and its non-existence on Xbox is something that is worth still worth investigating from my point of view. Where it's like, what? Is it coming to Xbox? Is there a, a permanent exclusivity deal that was made? Like, what's, what's going on with that game? But what do you think, Bree? Um... I don't know. I just feel like uh, it's kind of hard because it feels like, like you said, there was probably some lobbying, but this feels like very like tattletale. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, mom, he took the controller again. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is like something to be concerned about. But I think regardless of the Japanese marketplace, which is a very different marketplace, um than the u.s marketplace um i don't know i think that microsoft's doing okay i would say xbox is doing fine i don't think they're in like in danger 
<laughs> just because they don't have the Japanese market. I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. I think that there's like a lot of like cultural pieces that are important to know as well, where like a lot of Japanese people are super loyal to Japanese products and Nintendo and Sony are both Japanese companies. Um, so what you're saying is that Kevin is only Kevin's only loyal to Xbox because it's an American company. Yes. Okay. Noted. Yes. And he likes, but he likes JRPGs. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. It's very confusing. Kevin is a walking contradiction. But you know, if you listen to X talk recently, he's been playing this PlayStation a lot more, playing Trails of Cold Steel, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a game. Sure. It has Cold sure it Steel. Is. Has trails. I'm sure it's a JRPG. Has of. Yeah. Has. Yeah. The thing is, is like, like I said, Kevin is a walking contradiction because he told us earlier this week that B Simulator is better than Bloodborne. And that just oh, like yeah. simply can't be true. Kevin, go like walk into a pole. Come on, man. Why <laughs> did you why would you say that? Oh please don't walk into a pole unless it's padded. Walk into a your pillow pillow pole. I don't know what's happening right here. Hmm. Anyway. Maybe he's they, like texting on his phone and like oh, accidentally yeah, walks, walks into, into a, a pole. pole. Yeah, you know, that's that would like, be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Congress is being a little sus. So I mean, they're being a little sus on a lot of things. Uh-oh, Bree. We're going to start talking about politics, and then Kevin's <laughs> going to get mad that we're going to alienate not. part of the listener base. No, yeah, get All out right. of here. All right. You know who right, you guys. are. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, do you... Bree, do you want me to pick up this next one, or do you want to pick up this next one? Yeah, no, you got it, and then I'll get the last one because I like the last one. Okay. Okay. So, rising, <laughs> I just said horizon. Horizon burning shores um, showcase their new underwater and horizon sky traversal with the water wing. I think this is actually really cool for the record. So it's this vehicle that can go both underwater and fly through the clouds. Well, not vehicle. It's like you know one of those the robo dinos. Looks kind of like the uh, – oh, crap. What was it Wait, called? I want to see. Is there a picture? It almost looks like – yeah. Look at the, the Twitter post I linked in the show notes. I'm, it's loading. Okay. It all, the the creature almost looks like a Noivern oh. – the Pokemon Noivern or Noivern, however you pronounce it. Um, you know what it kind of looks like? No. It looks like Avatar. Like, you know, like Pandora. Um, oh, I thought you were th referring to the last Airbender. And I'm blue like, People. Oh. Yeah, blue people. I don't watch Avatar Blue People. No, but like they have like those things that they fly on. That's what this kind of looks like. Because those go, right. under, go underwater too. Yep. Actually, I wonder how much inspiration they, they're getting from Avatar. But anyway. Avatar Blue People. Yeah, Avatar Blue People. So this seems really cool. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. And it's just they're going really vertical in, in this demo um, on coming from PlayStation Twitter. That involved. involves going through the clouds, going well underwater. Um, and the development team also worked through, um, in a PlayStation blog post, they clarified they went through a lot of technical challenges in expanding the games in this verticality, and they were optimizing a lot for the PS5 hardware. So this, like, they previously stated that, I think, earlier this year or last year, that 
the DLC wouldn't be possible on PS4 hardware. And a lot of the things they expand on, you know, this seems to be the case when it comes to lighting and 3D effects and building modeling clouds. And for example, um, and refining their voxels when they're modeling different things in the game and making their graphical ability. So, and also the balance and also doing all this while keeping performance in mind. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm ex this seems really, this gets me more motivated to play the original Horizon, because I still haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West. Because this gets me more ex, uh, and, what's the word? Incentivized to play the original and Forbidden West. So I want to get to this DLC and ride this, ride this cool thing. Mm -hmm. Like I love. You got riding. a long ways to go. Oh, I yeah. got a long ways to go. I love riding flying creatures in, like in Shadow of the Colossus. I doubt you've played it, Bree. One of the Colossi is, or more than one, but there's one in particular where it's like you're basically mounting a bird, and you have to like, when, you have to mount it when it gets close enough to the ground. And then you just get a ride and try to hold on. And it's, I love when you're riding flying creatures in games. That's my point. Mm. Also, Breath of the Wild, I mean, Tears of the Kingdom, you're going to be going more vertical with your paraglider and you're skydiving. Oh. I am literally like, we don't have to talk about this, but I'm frothing at the mouth for this game. And I'm like, I'm so obsessed with all of like the, like the Twilight Princess kind of like hints coming through because that's my favorite game. So. Yeah, just because you were, I think that's because you were a kid, right? I don't know so, how old, old I was. We're not, no, I'm sorry, I'm not saying you liked it because you, but like you were in that prime, like prime, um, like 10 year old, no, like seven year old, but you were 96? Uh, yeah, I was born in 96. So yeah, you were like eight yeah years I was years 10 old, years old. 10 years old, okay. So there's and, a couple of factors that kind of like, like that kind of fold into this. So I was at a really good age to play this game. Um, it was something, it was like one of the only things that my siblings and I could do together without fighting. Um, we would fight over like what we we're going to use the TV for, what we were watching or whatever. Um, this was like one of the few things that I could get my siblings. This and Skyward Sword were like, like my siblings would sit down and like watch me play and we wouldn't fight. <laughs> So both games, I would say, are, like, special in terms that I, like, played these with my siblings. Um, on top of that, um, I have been um, – I have always really loved wolves. Um, I have, like, ever since I was a little kid, thought wolves were really cool. So the fact that you get to play as a wolf for a little bit is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, there was just, like, a lot of, like, different factors that kind of – morphed into this just being like the perfect zelda game for me now you may ask brianna have you beat this game no no i haven't no one's surprised nice wait did you play on the wii or gamecube um i played on the wii i figured that most kids our age i think like oh so i wouldn't have played it on 20 or in 2006 then because the wii didn't come out until 2008 right no, the Wii game was out in 06. Was it? November 19th, 2006, North America. Oh, really? Yeah, so I probably would have played this 2007. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Uh, and so I know you're excited about Final Fantasy. Well, actually, I'm excited <laughs> to play this game, too. 
I'm like the combat looks excellent, but anyway. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, so Final Fantasy 16 has finally gone gold. Um, development on Final Fantasy 16 is now complete as developer Square Enix has announced the game has gone gold. Shared in a tweet um, on Final Fantasy 16 Twitter account, Square Enix has wrapped up development way ahead of the game's launch on uh, June 22nd. Um, the tweet says Final Fantasy 16 has gone gold from the entire team, including Torgal. We're, uh, sorry, we hope you're looking forward to FF16's launch on June 22nd. And then there's a little wolf emoji. Um, yes. Uh, so yes, I very excited about this. Yeah, there's not too many things here. I'm kind of trying to avoid like videos and screenshots and all that stuff, but, um, there's not too much here. I'm very excited um, for this game. Um, I, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, I still need to go back and beat 15. Um, I may or may not have gotten to the last boss fight in that game as well. I got as far as like 30 minutes and I said, this sucks. Oh, I love 15. And then I played The Last Guardian, and that was amazing. Mm. And that's a controversial game, too. Oh, wait. Bree, you love cats? I do. I have one in my animals? lap right now. Play The Last Guardian, please. I've heard it's really good. It's from the same developers as Shadow of the Colossus yeah. and Ico. Ico. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard play it's it. good. Play it. It is the best game. It's it on the, the list. Game Companion. That I've ever played with. Whoa, above Navi? Navi can go like drown. Oh, in a I pond have a Navi there. tattoo. Careful. <laughs> yeah, Navi can go like drown in a pond for all I care. Hey, 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 look, 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 look. Listen, hey, did you know this? Oh, la, la, la. You want to know what's crazy? As I've actually never played Ocarina of Time. I, I know. I keep Navi in a bottle and put her in the pantry. Or this type of gender, I should say it. Them. I don't know. I don't know. I put Navi in the pantry Never in asked. a glass bottle on a cork over the top. Okay. I liked Navi, and I think Twilight Princess was the other game that Navi was in. So much rather have Midna in my life than Navi. I love Midna. Did you notice that like the pro controller has Midna coloring? What black and white? Yeah, one of the things is white, like how her one leg is white. And then the coloring is like kind of like the coloring of her mask and stuff. Yeah, you're way into this, aren't you? You're oh, yeah. Controller. I want it. <laughs> I probably won't, but I want it. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Well, anyway, that is all the news we have for this week. And we keep forgetting to ask people for questions. Yeah. So... I have a question. Actually, we should set up a bot that asks for questions every week. You I'll keep get that saying that, but server. that's crazy. What's crazy? Just set, a, just set a reminder on your phone. What? Now, why would I do that? when it, That's too easy. <laughs> I should just use the calendar. Taylor's like trying to like do crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Like later today, I'm doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, like getting a cat. No. Don't lie to me. Um, <laughs> oh god do we have any limitless questions we, wait how long are we in an hour and three do you want to do any of these questions yeah Woo. Okay. which one um 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 
What is Blumhouse? Bloomhouse? Maybe I spelled it wrong. I don't know. Which one you? What? Okay, I don't. I don't know who that is. In the last question, so I'm just gonna hold on. That. It's a horror company. Yeah, no, I was right. Bloomhouse. It's B L U M. If you okay. look up Bloomhouse, they did like Megan, Black Phone, Get Out, uh, The Exorcist. Us. Oh, I, I haven't watched any. Okay. Oh, so it's Jordan Peele's company. Um, it's Jason Bloom Blum. Oh, Jason Blum. Well, that makes sense. Something but like I have. That. I've still never watched any of the Peel films. I need to do that. I haven't watched Us, Get Out, Nope, or Us. I haven't either. We should Wait, do Nope, Get Out. Can we do Us. a watch party. Wait, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Nope, Get Out, Us. Are those it? I think there's only three. Okay, Get Out was first. Then it was Nope. Then it was Us. Right. I thought it was Us and then Nope. Oh, I think it was Us and Nope. Yeah, you're right. So basically, Bloomhouse that did like all of those films. Um, launched a new subsidiary to produce original horror video games. And it says, what games do you think are coming soon? I have a perfect answer for this, and I will walk you through this. So, Black Phone. I literally, I messaged last night, was, hi, I was like, you guys, I think this would make a really good video game. <laughs> because the whole point is, is like, you're trying to escape this basement, right? And basically the premise is, is that this kid can talk to dead people on the phone and so you're playing this like if you think of this as a video game right the mechanics are like you're trying to escape but every so often you get like a hint from one of these dead people and so you're like trying to it's like it's like one of those escape the room games but like intensely scary there's a part where he's like has to sneak past like the bad guy while he's sleeping. And I cannot imagine trying to do that because you have your back to him for part of it because he's like trying to enter a, like a code into like a lock. Mm, okay. And I can you imagine that in a video game? You're like trying to like not turn around. You're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> be quiet. Like, almost like a good VR experience too. But oh, yes, this would be lock so picking, perfect. Actually, you're on to something. Lock picking where your field of view is expanded to not just the lock you're picking. Like Skyrim, that's the only thing you see. Mm -hmm. But man, it would be great if like, like there was a look behind button where you're just trying to pick the lock. Oh, it's coming. It's it's getting closer, you know. I feel like it would be even scarier if you can't look, right? Because you know he's asleep oh, yeah. behind just hear you. It. Just hear yeah. it. Just hear the sounds. Oh, that creeps me out. Or, or you yeah. see like, or you, if it's me. a big creature, <laughs> like you see stuff in your outer field of you, like falling or breaking something. And it's like, crap, yes. crap. Or it's like the lights... Lights start flickering, lights go out, and you're still trying to, yeah. I would love making a horror video game. Like, this is... I really tried to get a horror video game um, for my senior project in college. I tried really hard. Um, mm, okay. But the horror element of the game that I did... So, originally, so um, not to go down, like, a whole, like... I guess we're in Limitless. Doesn't matter. I'll be quick. So, um, in my senior project... Um, the project that we ended up doing is called Neon Kicks. So um, basically you play this person with these like neon shoes that you can teleport to when you kick them off. Um, slightly like Portal-esque, but like a runner. Um, and the game was originally pitched as you're wearing light up shoes and you can't see it. Like it's a completely dark house. And you're trying to escape a monster, but the only light you have is these light-up shoes. So when you take a step, you get, like, a brief, like, like echo of light throughout the room. So that was the, what the game was originally pitched as. Obviously not what it ended as. 
Um, so that's why I ended up joining that team because I really love horror games. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. And the teachers were like, yeah, just remove the horror element. Darn you, teachers. We ended up winning. <laughs> we won, like, all of the awards. Like, best art, best game. <laughs> we won everything. Above, like, the graduate um, students as well. So, mm. obviously, it worked out, but. Oh, my God. You're free. You're, everything's in progress. Stop it. Okay. What? Oh, what wait. do you mean? I thought you were being sarcastic. You're like, it all worked out. And it's like. Oh, yeah, no, it did work out. Because, like, we we genuinely, we, like, won. We, best, we won best art, best. Um, okay, okay. Good. Like. Yeah, we won like like I think four awards or something like Only that. Only four. Best game. Only four. Why not six? <sighs> That's a good question. You can always be better. No, screw that. That's awesome, Bree. Thank you. Life Thank tip you. for I... you guys: pat yourself on the back when you do something well, not not just scrutinize yourself when you make a mistake. Please. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, treat yourself. No, I'm not talking about treating yourself. I'm talking about it. acknowledging you did a good job. And then yeah, treating you can, yourself. Yeah. And then you yeah. treat yourself. Yeah. You said, I did such a good job. I'm going to treat myself. I did such a good job. I'm going to drop $50,000 on a new Mustang. Okay. I don't Maybe have that, that kind of money. <laughs> that kind of money. I can't afford it, like an $1,800 car payment. I have a question right. for you. What? Well, are you going to get a new car eventually? I mean, I have to. But I can't, I can't not drive for work. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just like run your car that you currently have into the ground yeah and that's then the fix plan. it well until a certain point the plan okay. is so the plan is to have my car la car last me at least into a point in time where the used car market isn't horrible cars are appreciating value for the first time in history and in many cases it's a more wise investment to buy a new car than it is to buy used. So the actual investment for if I need to get a new to me car, it would, it would have to be like probably a new car off the shelf, which is a lot of money, especially at my stage in life where I'm at now. So it's like, yeah, I'm trying to save as much as I can and wait for the market to fix itself. Well, market to correct itself, wait for the market to settle down in a few years. Yeah. That's the hope. If there's yeah. a car ending, repair that happened, that issue that happens, like accident car gets totaled or something. I'll deal with that when I deal with it. But the plan is to maintain it and repair it as reasonably, or sorry, as much as I can, of course, to a point, but until I can get over that hump. Yeah. And then ideally I could run into the ground for until 250,000 miles, but yeah, I'm, I'm honestly waiting. Um, I love, I do, I love my car so much. So that's part of it is that like, I just don't feel the need to like get rid of my car. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm kind of waiting until I decide what I'm doing because I don't want to get a new car and then like leave the U S that mm -hmm. would be pretty upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to wait to see where I settle down. So I guess we'll see where I'm in a year, if I end up like moving to uh, Washington in a year, I probably will get a new car. We'll see. You could sell it for a high price. Yeah. My Fiat? It's not worth a lot of money. Oh, you're telling the used car market? The used car market's nuts. You could sell a 20-year-old car right now and get, if it's a reliable like Japanese used car, I know it's Fiat isn't Japanese, but like you can get like 6,500, seven grand for like a 20-year-old Japanese car with 160, 150,000 miles on it. My car is a 2012. But still, you could get more money than you think. Anyway, 
car talk Kelly, Kelly BB, <laughs> Kelly Blue Book in my car. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's what that's usually where people go to. But I've seen insurance kind of like car prices actually selling for a couple, one to two grand higher than their appreciated value. Their, sorry, their quoted value in the Blue Book. But anyway, enough car talk. Oh, speaking of car talk, we didn't mention it in the news stories, but Gran Turismo 7 is getting a VRR update, which should be cool. Hmm. I wish I liked car games more. They're just like arcade. I love arcade game, arcade car games like Forza Horizon or Burnout or Need for Speed or Mario Kart or GTA Five driving. Yeah. Okay. But that's all I got. Yeah. yeah, that's all I got too. Where is Luna behind me? <laughs> all right. So that all said, uh, I think we're going to wrap up here. And thank you all for listening. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash save the game media and on Twitter at save game media and at Discord show notes. And Patreon. Yep. Links in the show notes below and Patreon. Where can people find you, Brie? Uh, you can find me at fabulous Brianna, F A B U L I S T B R E A N N A. Brianna, not Brianna. <laughs> yeah, Jace. <laughs> call jace out um you can find sam at s-a-m-h-e-a-n-e-y h h e-a-n-e-y <laughs> you can find taylor myself at the discord i don't have twitter why don't i have twitter because elon musk is there that's why i don't have twitter at tpr <laughs> we should just start sending them to random just like we'll be like uh and taylor's at g-e-o-f I'm at Gmail. Oh, I'm at AOL. No, I was just going to say that you're Jeff Keeley's Twitter, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.